correctly, and episode one, if you do go back to listen to that, is an absolute shambles, but I'm still putting it up there. The poor quality, the nervousness that it was probably in my voice, um, it's all there to be heard and seen so that you can actually see the development of the show as it goes along. We have made it to 10 episodes. This is number 11, and I'm very, very proud of myself. So today we're going to recap our 10 episodes. Um, Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Episode 11. That's right. Not much to say on this one other than the fact that I am so proud of myself. That's right. I'm taking this episode to take it all in and give myself a little tap pat on the back. After starting this kind of spontaneously and just learning as I go, I'm really proud of the fact that I've come this far. And after doing some research, there is something called pod fade, which is usually when people get to this stage and sort of fade away. But what I'm doing is taking a step back, recapping all the lessons that I've learned along the way. And as you'll hear in this episode, I will be going over the 10 episodes and the growth that I have sort of come along with and the things that I've learned um, and the lessons that I've taken away from each of the first 10 episodes. So if you haven't caught the first 10 episodes, here is a recap and onwards to the next 10 episodes, which I'm very, very excited for and can't wait to see the development of this show and further growth. All right, enjoy. As is the case with all the first 10 episodes, there is actually a little bit of an intro as it was a live show. So if you'd like to skip straight ahead to the four minute mark, that is where I begin. Let's get started. Sorry about the delay on that today. We're running a little bit late due to some technical issues, but we should be up and running now. 
Um, and we should be live on both Facebook and YouTube, probably for the last time as well. We're making some changes today. But for today, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you're listening in from, and welcome to The Success Shift, a show where we get into the minds of those who are or believed to be successful and figure out exactly what it takes to get to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing your success will act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? Hopefully, we'll be able to find the answers to these and more as the show grows, we grow, and as we grow, so does the show. So, no matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you are wanting to figure out what the one or two things are that you may need to shift in your life in order to get to that next level of success, then you're definitely going to want to tune in. Hello, everybody. My name is Jake, coming from an engineering background, but being a traveler at heart, I have developed a passion for beginning for bringing science and uh, spirituality together. And I'm on a journey to find out more about the minds and how understanding them can actually perhaps propel us forward in life. So today, I am actually doing something a little bit different. We have made it to episode 10. And as my research over the last few weeks has shown that apparently, usually about this time, people get into what's known as pod fade. Never heard of it before, but I have now. So today, I'm actually going to be doing a recap of the 10 episodes that I've made it to and celebrating the achievement of getting this far. If you've been following along, you might realize that uh, this show is actually designed to show and grow the success as I go along. So it sort of came to me a bit spontaneously and episode one, if you do go back to listen to that, is an absolute shambles, but I'm still putting it up there. The poor quality the nervousness that it was probably in my voice. Um, it's all there to be heard and seen so that you can actually see the development of the show as it goes along. We have made it to 10 episodes. This is number 11, and I'm very, very proud of myself. So today we're going to recap our 10 episodes, um, the things I have learnt, the things that I have put into action, and maybe the direction of the show and where it's going to be going from here. So as you may have heard me say at the start, um, this will probably be the last time live for a while anyway. Um, podcast is generally an audio thing and making it a visual aspect is actually a bit harder to um, make work, especially to get that broader reach than I originally anticipated. Plus, when you're interviewing people from all over the world in different time zones, getting them live uh, can be a bit more of a challenge than um, I initially anticipated as well. So from this episode, I'll be looking at to shift things to more of interview style still, but maybe having them more audio-based and set up. I'll still be releasing them about the same time every week, but they probably will be more pre-recorded interviews and um, tidbits and stuff that I've found along the way. So changing things up just a little bit, just so I can really try and grow this channel. Having them this stream just on Facebook and YouTube, I've found out, is not the most viable way to get it out to the masses. So... From here, I'm looking to get all the episodes onto Spotify, onto Apple iTunes, and a couple of the other platforms I've still yet to work out just yet. So from this point on, um, that's where you'll be able to find the episodes. I will be trying to record the interviews so they'll be face-to-face. You can still see them, the raw raw interviews or cut, depending on uh, how bad they get. But they will still be available on my YouTube channel so that you can see the interactions but we will be moving the, the podcast to more predominantly audio-based. So that is kind of the future. 
of the show. I'm really enjoying it. I'm learning so much. I'm having a great time as well. Every episode, uh, figuring out new things. It might seem chaotic at the start. It might seem like everything is all over the place, uh, but that's kind of how I intended it to be. I wanted to show people that taking action is pretty much the most important thing you can do. doesn't matter how bad you are at the start. doesn't matter if you know what you're doing or not. Fail hard, fail fast, and figure it out along the way, and that's going to be the fastest way to growth. So hopefully, if you're listening to this episode, watching this episode, maybe you'll be enticed to go back and listen to the previous episodes um, that I'll be giving a recap on and just see how it's trans transformed along the way. There's a few certain things that I'll uh, bring to the attention, but... We're going back, back to episode one, the very, very beginning. Um, I remember I was very, very nervous. I didn't have a mic, which was the number one thing that I think you need for a podcast. But again, I sort of put the pressure on myself to start. And so when it came down to it, I just did it without the mic. And it sounds very robotic, very, how do you say, shit. But we learn, we learn and we grow. Um, so episode one was, it was fun for me. It was a real big successful moment because you know you can talk about ideas you can put things out into the universe but once you actually do them and you actually achieve them then it's a whole different level of mindset and success and it, it really was for me getting that first show under the belt even though it was short and like I said a little bit um, rough around the edges it was really really good for me and it was a really empowering moment um, to actually have that up there so episode one got the mic sorted for episode two started to do a little bit of a a screen display so it was more entertaining so you knew who the guests were but uh, we'll see how we go um, onwards from that so episode one the basics episode two I was interviewing one of my good new friends Emmanuel Cara well I just went blank on his name sorry Manny um, he an incredible young man has had some major successes in his life and he sort of had that overnight fame that he was discussing um, with the e-commerce and traveling to one day packing boxes the next day traveling to America and meeting all the celebrities and uh, being flown all over and I always love talking to Manny he's got such a strong mindset and such a I suppose mature outlook um, I've been doing a lot of mindset work over the last couple of years but you know at his age he's I feel very mature in that aspect and it's always interesting to speak to him and some of the things um, that I took away from from his interview was that just starting episode one is a success the rest is what you make it and he's totally right um, and that sort of goes off what I was saying earlier that that initial movement that initial feeling of achievement is the success and then from there I have the choice whether I want to let it flop whether I want to work hard whether I want to grow at it whether I want to take what I'm learning and implement it just like anything in life you know if you've got a goal and a dream that very first step is usually the hardest, you know, getting off the couch or if you're wanting to start jogging, putting the shoes on and getting out the door is the hardest part. Once you're in the flow, it becomes a little bit easier. Legs start moving, the blood starts pumping, you know, the endorphins are coming. It, it becomes easy once the momentum's there, but it's, it's that first, I would say that first burst of momentum, but usually that motivation and the momentum and stuff all comes after you start. It's, it's the courage it takes to get up when, you can't be asked, really. It's the courage to put yourself out there that first time and, and be ready for what is to come. It's the courage to put away all the things in your mind that you're being told is this is going to happen or that's going to happen or, you know, what if this happens? 
getting rid of all those thoughts and actually just, you know, going with it and taking that courage to really get yourself out there. I think that, for me, is one of the hardest things when you're, when you're attacking these goals or these dreams. And for me to have that first episode was huge. And as Manny said, from here, that's it's entirely what I make it. And the other things I took away from him was talking about, you know, not comparing yourself to anyone. Once you give yourself validation and you're proud in what you're doing, then you don't need it from anyone else. And I think it's quite empowering to do something and then be proud of yourself to the point where I'm happy with what I'm doing. I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. You know, if you can look within and validate your own actions and, you know, give yourself that that pat on the back, then you don't need it from anywhere else. You don't need to have all the likes and all the comments and all this praising you because you're feeling it within. And if you stop comparing yourself to other people and just start comparing yourself to your past you, then I think you're going to be achieving things a lot faster and be a lot happier in general because you're not failing because you don't have the car like Fred next door or you know your family's not one of the Joneses. And I think it's quite quite humbling to look within and be proud of that. Um, what else did he say? Based, based your level of success on your mental state. That was another thing that I took away from, from Manny. He was talking about, you know, you can base your level of success on where your mental state is because you could be a millionaire and be miserable as shit. Does that mean you're successful? I don't know. You could be broke but be the happiest person in the world. Does that mean you're successful? Probably. I mean, I'd prefer to be extremely happy and have very little than have everything in the world and be miserable as, as all hell. So that was the last thing I took away from Manny. All right, episode three was with uh, one another young entrepreneur that um, I was very, very lucky to meet in my travels. He's actually got me into the place I'm into today and I take a lot of information from him and his name is Trevor Johnson. And the one thing I took from Trevor was basically fail faster. You know, he's tried it, he's handed a few things and he bounced around quite a bit, he was saying, but just that ability to try. And again, I suppose that ties into what Manny was saying in the sense of not comparing yourself to anyone, but being okay with failing, failing fast, failing hard, getting up, trying, and if it doesn't work out, just try again and being okay with that process. So many people I find they'll try something, they'll fail, they might get up and try again and then have people say a few things and they get completely discrim- like completely shy away and then before you know it, oh, that doesn't work, you know, on to the next thing. But if you really want to do something great and really want to achieve past the norm or do something that's exceptional, you have to be willing to do the things that people are not willing to do. And that is getting comfortable with failure, getting comfortable with putting yourself out there, not caring what others say, fail as many times as you can and hopefully push yourself onto that next stage. Episode four, I love this episode with Soon, Soon Garnett. I hope I said that right. Sorry, Soon. Um, a little gymnast that, an acrobat, shall I say, loves gym as well, but met her in Mexico. Um, and she was performing for Cirque du Soleil, doing absolutely incredible things. And one thing that she told me that I took away was communication. You know, communication is key in every aspect. So if you can communicate with people, no matter what it is, um, I think it's going to push you much further. If you've got an interview with someone, for example, you communicate, something goes wrong, you let them know. It's not a problem. But if you just have no communication, you know, then the frustration comes. You don't know what's going on. And, and it can just really break the flow of, of your success and the flow of um, growth down. She was doing gym where people were throwing her 
you know, double backflip in the air 10 meters high. So she really had to be precise with her communication in the sense of, can you hold me here or let go of me a little bit later? Or, you know, when you catch me, put your hand here so it doesn't hurt so much because if she didn't have that communication and she gets thrown three, four meters in the air and then someone doesn't catch her because they haven't communicated properly, then it's going to be a lot more painful um, for her. So it was really, really important in her area and I think can be taken away and be implemented into lots of things in life. Um, she was also saying the way you think and act towards your desires and your um, passions is everything. And I couldn't agree more. I think if you're passionate about something, then it's going to be 10 times easier to do it. So I don't know about you, but there's been times in my life where I have had a goal and I've been working towards it. And then you have to do some parts which you don't want to. And you realize that, you know what, this, this really isn't that fun. I don't like doing this part. And sometimes that's enough to deter people and push them away because the hard part of what they need to do is obviously not as um, desirable as the overall goal. And so when Soon was talking about how she acts and thinks towards her passions and desires, you could just tell in her voice the emotion and excitement she had because she just loved what she did. I mean, getting thrown in the air and putting on a performance like that is, is exactly what she lived for. And you could tell that excitement. And I think if we can find something that we like that much, then do, doing it and failing it and overcoming those, those struggles is a lot easier. So much easier to wake up excited for what you have to do and what you get to do than wake up, oh, drag, I got to go do my next job or I got to go to you know work or sit in traffic or whatever it is. So having a good thought pattern and acting um, in a positive attitude to your desires, I think is very, very important. Right. Episode five, this was the halfway mark. Episode five was with a, another network marketer, Rowan Black. He made contact with me and we became friends during the Success Summer Online with Fraser Brooks and we stayed in contact. And he was a man who's originally from the UK and he's moved over to Germany. And it actually is quite hard to move to a different country, especially one where they don't speak your language um, the culture is different and you really kind of get engulfed in this scenario where, you know, people, communication is hard. Um, you can't just pop out to the shops and find your way around. You have to read a different language, read signs. Trust me, it's a, it's a little bit more difficult than it seems. But he was talking about the importance of not losing yourself. Now, you can shift your identity as you grow. And obviously, as you reach new goals and reach new marks in, in your achievements, your personality is going to change, that your desires are going to change, your, your well, let's say the goalposts are going to alter because as you grow, so does your dreams and your desires. But it's really important to not lose yourself and be succumbed to changing who you are because I feel a lot of the time when we aim for these huge goals, we, sometimes it's implied that you can't get there and they should become a different person or the old adage of, you know, only um, me, well, blah, 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 blah. The saying goes, only, no, nah, it's gone. So what I was trying to say was that rich people have to be nasty and mean. And in order to earn that, you have to become a bad person. But um, that is not true at all. And, and not losing yourself as a person when you're trying to achieve these goals, I think is very important. And staying true to who you are, your values and your beliefs. And I was reading something the other day that said, money never, money isn't good or evil. And it usually doesn't change who you are. It just shows the person you are and allows you to be that in a stronger sense. So if you're a really friendly, caring, giving person and you've got money, then you're going to be able to be caring and giving. 
and you're going to be able to give money. If you're a mean, nasty person who's greedy and selfish, then chances are you're going to be the same person and even worse when you've got more money. So I thought that was really important to stay focused on you and not lose who you are. <laughs> I also learned during his his uh, interview that some of the notifications of my computer can be very, very annoying. There's a constant bleep, bleep, which I thought I turned off for today, but um, apparently not. I can still hear them. So that's another thing that I'm learning as I go along. So episode six, uh, that was with Jake. Another Jake, another guy I met in Mexico. He was actually talking about sobriety and, and his journey, and I thought it was really, really fascinating, the things he shared and the way he... Um, gave his story and he was talking a lot about um, how important it is to have a mentor or a group you know he he kind of got to the stage where he could party and have the nice work and he was just in this sort of limbo state and then all of his friends around him um, started to party and get into sort of worse habits shall I say and before you know it you are like they say you are the some of the people you surround yourself by and if all the people around you are doing cocaine and smoking pot and drinking every night then you're probably going to be doing the same and so he was talking about how when you go to AA and you sort of socialize with these people who are also going through the same thing and you've got someone who's a few steps ahead of you that you can actually it's so much better for you to grow and not only that but it sort of works in like a chain you don't want to go I'm on step one trying to get through this and someone's on their step 12 of recovery. But, you know, I'm on step one. Someone on step three is helping me because they're still relative and they still understand what it's like to be in stage one. And then someone in stage five is helping the person in stage three. So, you know, you've got someone above you and you're pulling someone up. And then as you go through and everyone helps each other, you'll end up taking on someone who's at stage one when you get to stage three. Or whatever. I don't remember the exact numbers um, and exactly how it was phrased, but that was the whole concept. And I think it's really important I can't just go from being, you know, a, a traveling beach bum, for example, to being a millionaire corporate head honcho. It just doesn't flip like that. If you, if that's the path you want to go, then you have to find the people who are ahead of you and find the people who are a little bit further than them and just find out what they've done to get to that level and do that. And then when you're at that level, find someone who's a few levels ahead and hopefully you can actually get in cahoots with cahoots, cahoots. Not sure on that word. Hopefully, you can get with someone who is working at the same pace as you. So as they progress, you progress. And then they can keep teaching you and they can keep mentoring you and growing you through the phases that you need to as you connect with other people. So the importance of having a group and mentors who are all going towards the same goal that you want to go is going to help you a lot faster. And it's really going to help you when the times get tough and get shitty. And you're like, why am I doing this? I just want to go back to what I was doing that was easy or in his case you know relapsing or having a drink those are the kinds of times when your community when your mentor when other people who are on the same path as you can be very very helpful we all know you know it's okay to follow and go through the, the easy times but when it gets hard that's when you need the support that's when you need someone with you all right episode seven episode seven was an amazing episode um, with another fellow Aussie, Dylan Joss. Now, we actually had such a long chat, I had to break that into two episodes. So if you are going back and looking, be sure to catch both part one and part two. 
Um, that was absolutely great conversation. And I think Dylan and I could have uh, spoken for hours, actually. He's got a very similar similar mindset. But he actually ran 500 miles in the month of December, the same month that I um, tried to do a fun run. I did 21 Ks in 21 days, running a half marathon on the last day. And he had, Dylan was running 500 miles in, in a month raising money for mental health and awareness as well. And it was incredible, his story. And he's such a humble, humble man. Um, I was saying that, you know, my 21 case is nothing to his 500 miles, but he very quickly shut me up and said, no, man, like your journey is your journey. And it was incredible. And you should be proud of that. And my journey is my journey. And I'm proud of that. And it was, he was so right, you know, you shouldn't. And this is what goes back to Emmanuel. Stop comparing yourself to other people. I mean, you do you and your journey is everything you make it and I'm going to do me and my journey is everything I make it and we're both traveling on different paths with the same sort of adage uh, goal so we can help each other and you know support each other but doesn't mean that anyone's goal is more important or less important than the others and it really sort of shook me and I think you know when you're running 30 miles a day every day and this is what he was saying you've got so much time to think and the mental battle can be so strong and you sort of hit these walls where you have to look within to really grow and you have to think about the bigger cause because I think he was saying that, you know, there's days you get up after running 35 miles yesterday and, you know, you know you've got to run 36 the next day and your body's aching and you just don't want to do it, but you have to get pushed. You have to push through your mind to get to that an initial stage where your legs are moving and take that courage to get yourself into the flow because otherwise it's just going to be mission impossible he also said the power of the words we use and how we speak about ourselves are extremely important and i couldn't agree more i often find myself now catching myself um when i when i speak negatively about myself or when i say things um oh that was stupid or you know you're dumb like would you do that it's so empower empowering and disempowering depending on the words we use and i've still got my little lackey band here um to give myself a flick every time i think think negatively about myself because the mind when you go in depth is a very very powerful thing so we use all senses um when we hear things when we say things and if we're talking negatively about ourselves then our body is going to start feeling negative our mind's going to be going down the negative path and we're going to be detrimental to our to our health our mental health and our physical health and in turn our achievements and goals so just something as small as having that frustrated negative voice saying you know you're worthless or whatever it is your negative talk really detriments you and most people in their lives only get about 15 minutes or something of praise so why not build yourself up why not give yourself positive reinforcements be positive and happy about yourself and the things you're doing because not many other people do so if we can fill ourselves with that positive reinforcement and the happy words and positive speech, then that's going to be the first step to you know shifting our mindset and, and the way we feel on a day-to-day basis. He also said appreciating our surroundings and, again, not comparing to others. It's, I think that seems like a bit of a running theme here, not comparing yourself to others. But appreciating our surroundings was was massive because he was running out you know from Australia, usually in the warmth, I'm here in Germany running in three degrees and I'm thinking it's cold. And I was saying to him, how did you, you know, handle running in minus 15, 20 degrees or whatever it was? And he just said, you know, appreciate your surroundings because you're not always in them 
um, forever and they change. And, you know, you might be sitting there on a beach at 43 degrees and wishing you were in, in the snow again. So you may as well appreciate every little bit that you can have in these beautiful surroundings when you're in them. I mean, I know that when I was in Canada, some of the beautiful snowy landscapes, like I wish I could have, sometimes I wish I could go back and sit and just embrace exactly that moment because it is, it's beautiful and appreciating the everyday and the little things. And again, relative to what Manny said, you know, appreciating what you've got and being happy with that is the best way forward to being, to be striving for more. Alrighty. Moving on to episode eight. Tyler Moore, another new friend of mine. Uh, he has been on a large journey. Father man now was in the corporate world flying around and again made some decisions to change his life to a position where he had more time freedom, which I think we're all starting to want more and more of the more we realize the internet is made of wonderful things and gives us these opportunities. <clears throat> But he wanted to spend his time with his kids, you know, at home. And so he shifted his um, corporate life to the online world. And one, things that, one of the things he said that hit me was success is different for everyone. And I think that's totally right. Again, not comparing yourself to other people, not saying I'm not successful because I don't have the Ferrari or I'm not successful because, you know, my company's not worth a million dollars or whatever it might be. Everyone's success is different. And my theory is that success is a state of mind. And I think what Manny was saying was, you know, well, actually he said, base your success off your mental state. And so they kind of run, in, run into um, confluence there. But he was saying that success is different for everyone. And that's so true. You know, his success is that he gets to stay at home and grow up you know, watch his kids grow up and work from home, whereas someone else's success might be hitting that million-dollar mark. Someone else's success might be, you know, releasing an album. And it's all different. And not comparing ourselves to one another is going to make a massive difference on whether we feel that what we've done is successful or whether we feel that it's not good enough compared to, to something else that we're comparing. He also said that you've got to understand what you're willing to sacrifice. And I thought this was really, really important to take note of because often people want something but aren't really willing to give anything up for it you know oh we want this million dollars or we want this new car or we want a, a life of freedom but what are you willing to sacrifice to get that you know what hours are you willing to work or what are you willing to not go to what beers are you not going to miss out on when at the pub or you know what is it that you are willing to give up in order to have that thing and most people go oh i don't want to give anything i just want more well you can't just have more without giving anything and the more i go down my journey the more i realize that if i want to help people or if i want to um, get my word out there then i have to put myself out there if i want to create a podcast i'm going to have to go get people to interview how am i going to do that i have to sacrifice my ego and my embarrassment and go out and ask people to come and be on the podcast and with that hopefully i can give value to the people that listen he also said that the belief that successful people get dropped into it is um, often a misconception. You know, people believe, well, I knew when I was first growing up, it was like, oh, rich people are just rich. And then there's the middle people. It's kind of, you don't really get to bridge the gap or whatever it is. But most people who do become highly successful, they sacrifice a lot. And 
Sometimes they sacrifice the wrong things and sometimes they're willing to sacrifice just a lot more than other people are. So understanding that, you know, it's not just a certain type of people that um, are wealthy or you don't just get dropped into it, but you can actually work your way into success. You can actually change enough to become the person you want to be. And as long as you're willing to sacrifice the certain things that you need to sacrifice in order to get there, then you can do it. It's just a matter of are you willing to sacrifice those things and are you willing to put in the time, the effort and fail as many times as it needs until you make it. All right, episode nine. Um, one thing I picked up when watching this episode and I'll see how it worked um, after I recap watching this episode that I'm doing right now was how to use a microphone properly. Um, I did notice that I was sort of moving away back and forth and my chair that was creaky was probably making a bunch of different creaking sounds and my voice was probably all different types of volume. Um, so now I'm trying to stay in one position, learn how to use a microphone properly and hopefully give everyone a bit of a better sound. Again, I will find out whether this is working or not after I recap this episode. But on to episode nine. Um, episode nine was with... Um, oh, I didn't write the name down. Who was episode nine with? Give me one second. I've just gone blank on that. Who was it? Ah, my good mate Patrick. That's right. Patrick Berg. Berggraph, shall I say. Sorry. Pat. Uh, episode nine was with Patrick, and it was really good to catch up with an old friend. Um, Patrick and I met when we were traveling around Australia, and now that I'm over in Europe, we actually reconnected, and he joined the uh, joined the episode last week and was telling me all about his new business that he's found a passion that he's made through his passion of traveling, um, and I think it's absolutely awesome getting to um, getting to create these camps for people to go on these little retreats like surfing holidays or festival style things, and he had a um, I think a kayaking one up in Switzerland and he was working with a group of 14, was it 14 or six guys for four weeks in the forest building this awesome little retreat place for these people to come on their camp. And he, had, he was telling me how he had these volunteers working 14 hour days, like four weeks straight almost, and still managed to live in a very fun and happy work environment, which I think is a massive achievement. Um, one of the things that he said and I love this because it's something that I felt really strongly about but often forget. And so it was nice to have it reinforced. But he was saying the journey is the fun. You know, the destination is, is just the guideline. We've got to live for the journey and really enjoy the actual process of things. Sometimes we get so wound up on the final goal and we're like, oh, we've got to get here. We need to get this done and that's when it's going to be good. And we don't actually appreciate the little things that we've got now and the, the process and the journey and the things we're learning along the way and all the struggles that we we have when we're trying to cr get to this goal and i think a lot of the time and i know i've been guilty of this for sure is when we get so focused on our goal we just have this tunnel vision and we're like oh i'm i'm not good until i get to this goal i'm not good until i've achieved this but really the journey is the fun part the work is the dream the, the learning the process that the actual gathering and making of the dream is is what it's all about. I mean, if your goal was to be a millionaire and someone just handed you a million dollars, it'd probably be great for the first month or so. 
But you wouldn't have learnt the skills how to retain that. You wouldn't know what to do with it. You wouldn't know how to get it again if you lost it. You wouldn't have learnt any of the things needed to be labelled a millionaire. Um, And so is that really the point? Or is the point to understand you're on this journey, understand that, you know, it's the fun is the learning curves, the fun is the struggles and, and the way you get back up. The fun is the achievement at the end once you've been through all the hard times. You know, getting these things sometimes doesn't really feel that good if you haven't worked for them. And so he was telling me that the journey is the fun. You know, the destination is just a guideline and we need to dream massive. Aim for things greater than you can even imagine. You know, we sort of have these limiting beliefs on our goals and what we can do because for some reason we we don't think that we can achieve such great things. But what we need to do is have these giant goals. Let our imagination be the limit of what we can achieve and just go for it. Fail fast, fail hard. Don't give a shit about what other people say. Appreciate the surroundings as you're going and just try. Just try. What's the worst that can happen? Say you have a goal that's, you know, 10 times what you could ever imagine achieving and you come halfway to achieving that. You're five times ahead of what you, where you're at now. If you've got a goal that's twice as good as where you are and you make it and you're like, hooray, then what? No, make your dreams massive. Make your dreams bigger than you can even possibly imagine and dreams that you don't even think are physically you're capable of achieving and just go for it. Find out what happens. See, struggle, fail, whatever it takes. Just give it a go. All right. Moving on to episode 10, our final episode of the first 10, which I, like I said, I'm very proud that we've made it this far and I'm even more proud that I've learned so much and able to um, implement it and hopefully share some insight to some people that I've been listening and hopefully help them understand what might help them onto the next level of success. But episode 10 was with my sensei, Phil Tanita. He is kind of the head honcho of, of uh, my little team here in am, and he's the reason that I have gotten to where I am today. He got uh, Trevor started and Trevor got me started and from there my online learning and growth and passion for all things uh, digital entrepreneurship have grown. And it was really cool getting to speak to him and understand his point of view and a little bit about where he came from and uh, you know some of the things that the rattle around in his brain. Some of the bigger things that I took away was bringing attention to yourself and others, the small things that make a huge difference in life. And this, I really enjoyed this. And it was talking about, you know, the sunset, for example. Now, going out and watching the sunset, it happens every single day, you know, usually for about five, 10 minutes. And there's some science behind how good it can be for you, both you know getting out in nature, just seeing the the sun and the chemicals that it induces in your body. And I don't know the science behind it enough to explain that on this show, but going out and doing those little things that are free makes a huge difference to your life. And you do them every day and, and you just have this different feeling. But not only that, but going up to someone and saying, did you watch the sunset today? Now, whether they did or not, they're now going to think about a sunset and everyone's seen a sunset at one point. Well, mostly everyone has seen a sunset at some point in their life. So as you say that, have, did you see the sunset? If they didn't see it today, they'll be probably thinking back to the most memorable sunset they've got in their mind. And that will actually bring the good feeling and the good emotions and all the things that come with sitting on the beach or wherever it may be watching the sunset. And I think I was saying in the podcast that 
Dr. Joe Dispenza, maybe, don't quote me on that, says, you know, that imagining something and going through the process in your mind can actually release the same chemicals as actually going through the process. And so it, you can trick your mind and your body, sorry, you can trick your body um, into thinking it's it's in a situation or it's doing a certain task by thinking about it and releasing um, the chemicals that come along with that. So by reminding people of the small things and little things that happen in life, you're bringing that joy, that little bit of excitement they didn't even know or were probably thinking about into someone else's life, which I think can be absolutely amazing. And also, on top of that, we're talking about how those little things actually compound to make a huge effect. And what if we do that on a day-to-day basis, all these little 1% things that people don't think about, then it makes a massive difference over time. And he was uh, recommending that we incorporate the word benevolent, which is a great word. Uh, must admit, when, I, when he first mentioned it, although I've heard of it, I wasn't 100% sure what it meant. And it meant means serving a charitable rather than a profit-making purpose. And I must admit, I had someone the other day, I was wishing them a happy birthday, and I said, you know, what, what are your plans for the year? And the response was, well, I'm not going to tell you because I think you're just going to try and sell me something. And I was like, oh, that that's really sucks because I generally, you know, wishing someone a happy birthday, having a conversation, seeing where their goals are going, and their immediate thought is that I'm trying to sell them something. Now, unfortunately, that they feel that way and that maybe that's probably on me as to why they feel that but to have that sort of shield up that everyone's trying to sell you something is becoming more and more common in this world and I think that that comes from people not being benevolent (laughs) I think I'd use that correctly and I think if we go out there with the intent of just trying to do something nice without any form of repercussions without needing some kind of without needing some kind of a praise then the world's going to be a better place. And, you know, if everyone can do those one, two things that are generally just from the goodness of our heart rather than I'm doing this to get something in return, then that's going to make a huge difference in the overall aspect of the world. Um, Obviously, I'm sure there's lots of people who wish people would do that more often, but this, if you're listening to this, is my little reminder to put into your mind to be a bit more benevolent. You know, give a smile, it's free, and it can make someone's day. Give someone a compliment at their job, you know. Give someone a wave as you're walking past the street. Help a lady with her bags if she needs it. Help an old person cross the road. All these things that can be done with just two seconds of thought will make the massive difference to someone else's life. And not only that, you make someone's day, they might go home, share that enjoyment, share that happiness with their loved ones, and then not only have you impacted one person's life, but you've impacted three or four. And he was also talking about you know, I was saying when when you go to the beach, grabbing two handfuls of rubbish, walking along something small. But if someone else sees you do that, they might be a bit more resistant to throwing their bit of rubbish on the ground, and maybe they will actually go put it in the bin. So, um, inadvertently, you're actually helping other people um, grow and not make the same mistakes. So that was basically all from my ten episodes so far. It has been a great little learning experience. Um, I'm very much enjoying the interviews. I'm hoping that. My interviewee personality is getting better and better and my skills are getting better as I learn and grow on this process. And um, I'm really looking forward to having any new cast, uh, any new people onto the show that would like to either share something, share an experience, share their growth, um, and just have a little bit of a chat about the mindset of, of, of your success. 
I will be aiming to be reaching out and growing my interview list. I still have a goal of episode 20 um, with Fraser Brooks. That was uh, what he said, which sort of got me the motivation to start this. So we're halfway there, and I'd love to uh, interview Fraser Brooks as he has been one of my inspirations and one of the guys that really uh, drives drives me to keep going, I suppose, when things get tough. So hopefully have him in 10 episodes, and between now and then, a whole bunch of new guests, a whole bunch of new lessons, a whole bunch of growth from both myself and um, hopefully from the people that are coming on to the show and hopefully everyone who's listening will hopefully be able to get something out of it as well. Looking to get onto Spotify, onto Apple, as I was saying before, and let's just see how it goes. Let's keep growing, let's keep learning, and uh, hopefully you have learned a thing or two. But for now, that's the end of episode 11. Thank you very much for joining me on The Success Shift, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Ciao.